this oh. moment. It's like, how stupid are you? You know yeah, he's, he's a baddie. He may be your best mate, but he's still a baddie. Well, is it a literal truth? Because if, if it's literal truth, I go for it. But it's really, by, by and large, I think it's based on. It's tweaked. Well, James, James Jesus Anderson existed. Oh, well, a lot of them did, yeah. Uh, and, and, Angleton. Know, and, and Philby yeah. and, uh, and everybody else. Who was yeah. it? Philby. But Philby had a different kind of end, didn't he? Because it was quite funny. I was looking up Philby, and he was found to be a spy, and then not, f- and then got off, and then got off again, then got off again. About three, four times. Well, it's because I think the people in high places just didn't want to believe that he was, you know, a spy. Too much is the heaviest. Oh. Yeah, Hello, everybody, by the way. I'm al- almost Hello. a minute Sorry. in, and uh, I thought we'd just see how far we could get yeah. listening about Kim Philby. But I would have interrupted, but I didn't want to be blunt. Mm. <coughs> May I? Thank no. you. No, you can have a pencil back. So, we're sitting around eating what look like um, elderly tree ornaments. They are, but they're still yummy. They're not elderly. You've run not out like of. Yeah. Lead, more or less. Because yeah. people keep borrowing it. Um, That's a real shame, isn't it? John, your character is called... Uh, it's called Burgess Shale. Nothing to do with archaeology at all. No, definitely a paleontology sort of joke. Yes. Possibly geological. Certainly in its age. John? I don't know yet, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> or trying to remember, because you may have forgotten what happened. Do you think I actually said You did actually give you her a name. Give her well, name. It'll be on the recording, we can always... The only person who hadn't got a name uh, yeah, was yeah. Sarah. Afia Al-Jabiri. It can't have been I'm a very sorry. good name, though, Afia? No, I think it was a fantastic Al-Jabiri. name. The trouble is I can't remember that name. So. But you've written everything else down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I know you want to spell it like that. But obviously not that. Um... I found a fascinating bit, and, and I don't know where this website just came up from nowhere. There's a whole Delta Green jargon website. Is it? It's cool. just the and, uh, you know, a website acronyms and whatever used in Delta Green, and I just I wasn't even looking for that particularly. It just sort of popped up. I thought, yeah, that sounds rather handy. <laughs> I deal with enough acronyms day to day, quite frankly. I don't really need to be. Well, they even have an acronym for that. Apparently, it's called Alphabet Soup because everything has a anyway, that's a Delta Green ism. I seem to remember it was, a, it was something something or something, wasn't it? Something something or something. Yes. Yeah, there was like a shortened version I had. Don't you remember? It was like like the middle bit was like. I might remember had it not been for the fact that since then you've been playing a character called Silly Bang. <laughs> So what Do you have a problem with something? Bang? Bang? I noticed something only... cleaning up the notes. Uh, I would have thought it would have been funnier if you'd been called Silly Bang Gordon. As, mm-hmm. a, you know, as yeah. opposed to Sillit being the first name, no, like and the fact that Sillet we all look at the character Gordon? and go, "Why is it all clit?" Yeah, I mean that is a slight, <coughs> a slight. I was going to be called Sillit Van Gordon or something like that, but then I thought, you know, you just like, you just like. like to put it turned out I actually like Sillit Bang. Bang and the dirty yeah. god. I think it'd be funnier if you'd just been Barry Scott, the uh, bloke from the adverts, who in fact is is an actor who isn't called Barry Scott still. Do you remember? I think he's from Manchester. The Slimfast adverts with Barry Mum. No. He was crazy. Hey, Barry Mum! Oh, I don't. May I uh, pinch one of these strange looking chocolates there? Indeed. Mm-hmm. We've got a smiley Santa. I and went the for the heaviest. Santa. Well, I'm just. Because it had more chocolate in than the rest. Oh, the house got a picture on it. That's got a picture of a tree. Uh, Bell End, Martin. 
Are you offering me a chocolate, or are you just calling call me? <laughs> I would make the comment that there's a couple on the table, so there's enough to share. A couple of bellends. <laughs> There you go, a new name then. I think it's fair to say there's yeah, probably a couple of elements on the No, it's not a funny name. Uh, Clinton Mastra. That's <laughs> it's not a funny name. <laughs> Fuck off. Clint Master? Are you trying Clinton, to say something there? Clinton Mastra. Uh, short, uh, the, the short form was Mass. I think that was like last time, wasn't it? As in, I think I'd have remembered if that was the actual Yeah. That was seriously not you the name you said. It's the sort of thing. It is the sort of thing. This stands out. A little, maybe it's just because you said it wasn't. In many similar. ways, this is better. I think. Okay. Yeah. Because well, it's easier to remember. No, because it's the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, <coughs> a new name. Is everybody's phone off before somebody complains? Mm. I don't think someone's going to complain for quite a few weeks. Yes, but they do complain eventually, and then I have to sit there thinking, "When did that happen?" And go back and listen to it again. It shouldn't interfere if I put it on aeroplane mode. I think it's just if it's receiving a signal, it's a problem, isn't it? Well, it, it has no... It's not getting anything or giving anything, so it should be theoretically Because we could follow the... Uh, the what's-his-name, couldn't they? I could be called, like, the wizard or something. Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry. The I'm company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. one was the wizard and the other was the sword. Yes, but aren't you supposed to be fairly low-key and... What do you mean? You could be Loki. At the moment, you're in, in the army, aren't you? At the, the moment, Loki's a good nickname. It's 1992. The trickster. He's, I quite like he's um, having some scrambled eggs in a cafe downtown in Washington. <coughs> oh, it's hardly enough at the moment. And uh, <coughs> behind you. Voice. Quite it's, it's behind you. Yes, <laughs> it's behind you. We're already into Cthulhu already. It's behind you. Um, behind you, a voice um, says, uh, "Nice work in Tehran." Do I have a voice? I realised I haven't got to. I know what we did. Voice. I wrote something down very, very quickly, and now I don't know which piece of paper I put it on. I'm so sorry. Um, and I just need that over here. Okay. I will simultaneously do nothing at all i.e. not react to the voice whilst looking at things on the table for a reflection of who's behind me. Okay. Um, make me a notice roll. Let's see if you can pick it up in the serviette dispenser. That's, that's pretty crony. What I feel I'm short of at this point is Benny's. Yeah, Indeed, that's a good, good point. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going to jot down everybody's name here just to avoid them. On the handy... Index card. You're going to start pasting them around the you wall, are, aren't, aren't you? you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not seen it, so he hasn't got a clue. Oh, right. All right, okay. The character played by, uh, what's his name, Michael Keaton. Uh, Keaton, which is an excellent character. It was James Jesus Anderson. And he Angleton. Was, Angleton. And he was the guy. Because I know someone called Anderson. He's the guy who, um, in fact, I think I know. Anyway. Uh, he was the guy Jesus. who. Uh, <laughs> James Anderson. Somebody in the police. Or anyway. Not anymore, though. Yeah. <coughs> he was um, looking for patterns and everything and turned out to be a little bit paranoid and then turned out to be right. But they, they was covering the, Most uh, of it. his office with... Yeah, no, he went over the top of it. But he was covering the, his office with all index cards and moving them to get to see patterns and things. So no, I'm just a Tunnels and Trials player. We always use index cards. <laughs> uh, what's your character's name again? If we can just break this down. This A-F-Y-A Yeah. Al, A-L 
No. Jabiri. J A B Al hyphen or just Al Al hyphen. Al hyphen. Jabiri. Yes. J A B I R I. Anyway. Anyway. So can we call you Al? Probably not. Apparently not, judging okay. by the silence. I'll uh Affy. Consider I'll con- I I did make the notice roll. Yeah, okay. I will uh take a sip of my tea. Yeah. You mean somebody's talking to somebody behind me completely, but I'll observe who they are. Right. Tea. I thought I was in... Where am I? Coffee, surely, darling. You're in the middle of Washington. Oh, right, sorry. I thought it was the, the Middle East. You didn't write it down on your... It'd be mint tea or something. Your other shit. No, yeah, this is oh. the year before. All right, yeah, yeah, no worries then. In 2002. Coffee. Sorry, I think I said 1992 before. I've gone completely wrong. Uh, uh, 2002. You did say 1992. You did say 1992. Yeah, 2002. Right, okay. Coffee, no um, you can see the reflection shows you a slightly tanned, quite rotund, not not fat particularly, but very heavy set, mm-hmm. bearded chap, um, slightly bearded. You know, he's not like scruffy or anything, but just, just a very heavy set bearded chap in an open open collared shirt and, uh, and jacket, and then he's just sitting with a cup of coffee, and he's he's sort of around, these are like bench seats, and he's just on the next table long. Sitting on the bench, and uh, he says, "You know, um, yeah, did good work with the Amiri brothers. That was impressive. Was it? Well, you know, taking him out like that. No, no, I'm not speaking at all. I'm asking the DM. Oh, right. Was well, it? Yeah. Okay. That makes it more obvious then. Thanks. Um, <coughs> Ra- raise a hand. Or something. <laughs> um, I'm not on your here. Out of character badge. Yeah. Put on your in character badge. Um, right. Basically, you were in Tehran maybe six months ago, and you were part of a black ops operation, looking into <coughs> arm smuggling. You still not got rid of that cough. You need to it's go and better. see somebody. No, it's better than um, it was. It, it's um, been about a month though. Setting your recording since two thousand and seven. Sarah's cough. Sorry. Um, I have great long periods when I'm not coughing. It's just that I am just susceptible. Just when we're recording. The 1990s. To, to <laughs> the cat. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes. No, forgetting to take my brown inhaler Tehran. for a week. Anyway, And yeah. making Tehran. my breathing difficult. Don't want to know what a brown inhaler is. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you were involved in a black ops operation. A black ops, even. Uh, in Tehran, which was to do with arm smugglers. And you had mm. two guys who were known... Commonly as the Amiri brothers, you had them bumped off, basically. In fact, you had them taken, abducted from their hotel room, drugged, and ran over by a truck at 50 miles an hour. Nice. Uh, so that it looked like a sort of rather unpleasant accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically what happened. And yep. you kind of stopped the smuggling ring. And you know, it was a very effective operation. In fact, it's led to you sort of moving up a little bit in the company. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you started to make your way. You begun to make a name for yourself. That was your first success with that. So that's that's what you know about. He says, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was a bit of a shame they turned out to be Iranian agents. Did they? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I'll be uh, leaning forward to kind of pour some milk in my tea, picking up a knife from the table, putting it on my sleeve. Uh, you know, so that him, he, so that it's no. In other words, so that my body is get, is covering what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, hey. Hey. shoving the tape, shoving the chair around. Yeah. So, uh, do I know you? <coughs> no. No. I'm. Uh, I'm Bob. 
Right. Bob Smith. And um, what are you talking about? Well, rumour has it FBI are uh, launching a criminal investigation. Just thought you should know. Well, leaving aside the question of I've no idea who you are or what you think I should know. In fact, not. Let's not leave it aside. Who are you? It's Washington. Could be anybody, couldn't I? Yeah, no. Yeah. Couldn't you just... No. Government. You think? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really weird about governments, I always find? I mean, just, you know, the fact that I'm a civil servant, I guess, in many ways, you might be. We're all <coughs> servants of the president. Then, no doubt, you've got some ID. Yeah, yeah, I've got ID. I guess you have, too. Could I see it, please? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask the DM here. I'm active at the moment. It's a secret op. It was. Yeah. It, so it still is. Effectively, I'm beginning to consider it's my duty to take this guy down and take him in for questioning. Mm, okay, but he seems to know a lot more about it than you do. Hey. But so, dirty spy. Chances are, either he's a bad man. Yes. Or he's somebody so much higher up the food chain than you are that it would, it would be laughable anyway if you took But if he was life. higher up the food chain, wouldn't the normal approach be to tell me who he was? Not necessarily, because if it was somebody from higher up in the company who was looking out for you, mm-hmm. then it would be normal to say, would it? come into the office and I think we need to have a chat. But he's not doing that. And also you can deduce he's probably not FBI because he isn't flashing a badge at you and arresting you, so... He's not company, most likely, and he ain't FBI. Deep throat. I'm not offering it, certainly. Okay. Uh, so I, I kind of look at him then, in that case. I go, um, well, assuming my my agent sent you to discuss the uh, thriller I'm writing, what do you reckon the plot should be? Well, <laughs> I think the plot should be that I become a good friend of yours and I make sure that this FBI problem disappears. Your name just doesn't come up. You know, the investigation goes ahead, but somehow old maths doesn't get uh, mentioned when you carry on your winging your successful career up through the company. And at some point I may require a favour. Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll get another drink from the waiter. Pay the waiter. Uh, ask him if he wants a drink. Coffee would be great. Okay, get him coffee and say, uh, right now, can I, as I did that, turn on the recorder in my pocket? Um, <coughs> yeah, if you like. Yeah. <coughs> Every alarm detector in the building goes off. <laughs> <laughs> he drops a little small thing on the table. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> um, yeah. He just says, look, look into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's going to shave, don't they? Yeah, uh, look into my <laughs> eye. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, great thing about friends is they all know what to call each other. What should I call you? Bob. Bob. Nice coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what kind of favour are we talking about, Bob? Bit of information. Something big's going down. Mm-hmm. Something big. Really big. And you're going to play a part in it. I'd consider it a favour if you keep me on the loop in anything that you find out. Nothing more. Bit of information. That's it. Nothing treasonous. In fact, quite the opposite, I assure you. 
What I like most about uh, football, Bob, and you know, there's a my novel we've moved on from books. <laughs> no, literature got boring. We haven't least. actually, because the star of my novel is going to be a football player. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, as you know, uh, one of the most important. Always write what you know about. Yeah, one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Again, so we've gone from what is it? Yeah. Football, baseball, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, next, next, next novel is going to be about the World Series, and uh, there's going to be uh, a football in there. And then one of the most important things I know about football. The most important thing I know about football is the value of teamwork. Absolutely, very, very important. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's very important to know uh, that you 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 know your your team works together and that they all know that they're all on the same side. Very important to know they're all on the same side. I'd say. I I think it's uh, <laughs> probably the most vital thing in football. Indeed, to know who you're passing the ball to. Yeah, because say say uh, you pass the ball to someone in the wrong uniform, it can go really bad, can't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Score points on the wrong side yeah, and all that kind that's of thing. That's right. So I it, entirely it, agree with you. Yeah, and and it, it's a question that you know you you've got to know the colour of everybody's uniform so you know. What you say? Let's say my uniform is kind of grey. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let, let's yeah. say um, that I was colour blind and I couldn't tell the difference between colour and grey. How would somebody prove to me the colour <laughs> of the uniform? I would. Well, okay. How about this? I know there's an investigation coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get back to your office after you've finished your I'm sure very pleasant breakfast mm-hmm. you're going to know there's an investigation going on because the FBI are going to come around asking questions mm-hmm. but what isn't going to happen is that that investigation is going to go any further if you agree to what I've suggested at this meeting I can then prove to you thusly that I'm somebody who can help you and I'm fairly official starting off with intimidation and blackmail there's no intimidation um, you're you're going to have no career and no life if you don't do what I say. But no, he's doesn't. It's he's, yeah. his theory. company screwed up. This guy's just trying to help him out. Here's a theory, Bob. It's only a tiny theory, of course, but uh, you know it's the sort of thing that you know where the way science works. Theories get disproven. Here's a theory. What would stop somebody being, say, in the FBI and starting an investigation? They could then quash to get an inside person. They'd have to be fairly high up, wouldn't they? I think they would, yeah. Mm. And the sort of person I'd like as a friend. If I could trust. You can trust me, Matt. Yeah, of course I can. Do I look like a trustworthy fellow? Does he look like a trustworthy fellow? He's a nice big, chunky bearded chap. Wouldn't do a bit of harm to anybody. No, would be like a big, hungry, uh, huggable bear. Not a hungry bear. Like a big, hungry bear. I'd put a little cross next to his name. So, you know, say there was something which I'd want to have a chat with you about. Mm-hmm. And it's possible, and, you know, the plot of my novel goes all over the place. Entirely possible, I get. It's a shame you don't know anything about that screen, you know, because just the fact that he's called Bob would tell you everything you need to know, Roger. <laughs> Never mind. Um, that's the point, isn't it? I don't mm. know. Um, say I got an idea for a, sh- for a story about something. I always like to have people I can run things by. How would I ever get to touch with you? Oh, that wouldn't be a problem. I think it might be. You just <laughs> pop out an email in the usual address. You know, whatever you'd feed back normally to the office. We'll pick that up. No problem. All oh, right, so I don't if it's to... of interest, we'll be in touch and you can tell us a little more. I see. So if, if in fact, I wanted to say, how about a chat? How would I do that? Oh, just pop into the cafe and... Uh, Order one of those uh, funny teas that they do. Oh, okay. Or the Tai Chi latte. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. I, uh, I'll save it. Like that. <laughs> Just come in here, order a tea. We'll get the message. Well, I'll, I'll say, Bob. Nobody in Washington drinks tea. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a homo in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> or an Englishman. Yeah. I'm not sure that he's <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bob, I guess I find myself favourably disposed to you, but without any. Um, See? <laughs> without any. Um, <coughs> what's the word? I don't feel that I have to do something, if you see what I mean. That would be an incorrect assumption, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Friends don't have to do things for each other, no, so they don't. friends rely on their conscience. But, you know, just at some point, when you feel the time is right, mm-hmm. and I think you'll know when the time's right. Mm-hmm. Um, when you'll be able to perhaps do me a favour. Mm-hmm. Just whenever. Doesn't have to be next week, doesn't have to be next month, doesn't have to be next year. But at some point. I'll tell you what. Why don't you give me something, maybe a phrase, maybe something, which I can use to evaluate when that might be? Difficult. And then I'll know you know what you're talking about, won't I? That will help. Something's going to happen. Yeah, many things happen. Something's going to happen. Live, live in the future. Quite an active life. Go jogging every day. And it's going to be something that doesn't fit in mm-hmm. with the normal run of events. Mm-hmm. Okay, even for a field officer. <coughs> like mm-hmm. And when that comes up, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But am I going to know you're the best person to talk about? Well, let's put it this way. It's going to be something that happens that you're not going to want to talk to anybody else about. Okay. So I'm going to be a really good friend then because I'm probably going to be the only person that's going to believe you. Cook. So when that happens, you be in touch and pop in here for a cup of tea. Okay, Bob. Enjoy your breakfast. Thank you. And he gets up. <clears throat> and we then do a little cinematic flash forward because mm-hmm. you sort of look down, you put your napkin down on the left, what's your left of your scrambled eggs. And then we kind of do a flash forward where you kind of pick your napkin up from a breakfast plate and you're now sitting in the mess hall a year later in the forward operations centre of the, cool. the Nicely uh, done. US. Okay. I take it the Man, that would shit me up if it happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell you. You've stolen a year from <laughs> me, me every day. Still, at least you don't have to Tell to me every day I swipe it <laughs> and then there's a exactly. dissolve and I'm swiping out at the end of the day. Oh, <laughs> did I do anything today? No, I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the voice anal- analysis of recording of his voice never came up with anything. Yeah, weird that. It's just <laughs> funny, it's a complete blackout. In fact, your tape recorder's never worked again since that point. It's, don't know what happened. Freaky. Weird batteries. Just something. plays Andy Williams. No, not, not, not weird. In fact, that's actually quite consoling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the FBI thing came to nothing. Yeah. You just sat down on a nice plate of bacon eggs. You're in a really, really busy... It's kind of one of those prefabricated, not quite a tent, but not quite a building kind of things with these curved structures. And you can hear the air conditioning rumbling away, and there's there's oh, probably a thousand men in here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's brightly lit. There's a big canteen. There's That's all guys. Big in ass canteen. It's massive, huge, huge thing. Um, just huge, huge trestle tables, big steel trestle tables, and there's just soldiers coming in and out all the time. It's really, really busy. People moving about all over the place. Some people you know, hundreds of people you don't. You know, it's just totally. You know, uh, this this is the brigade that you happen to have been put in with at this point. What's um, my role? Your role here? Um, you are CIA liaison okay, at the moment. So, troubleshooter. You know, 
Should you be required, it'll kind of come up. And also CIA wants to know what's going on. Absolutely. You know, eyes and ears from both directions, effectively. Mm-hmm. And maybe information when it's required. No problem. Um, there's uh, a bit of a sort of hooray and a cheer as some looks like a sevy. Yeah. Bit of a dweeb. Um, drops his breakfast tray. Uh, okay. He's coming off the line. You're just gesturing towards me. Dweeb. Bit of a dweeb. I haven't been called a dweeb for Check out the fucking Simmy. Hey, he's got an edge. When I had to be dangerous curious, it doesn't mean that I'm curious in some way to other people. You weren't curious enough to get to university and learn your subject, though, were you? <clears throat> anyway, John, you've uh, you've you've only been here for about forty-eight hours. You've really flown hate in. the place. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Um, you've been assigned um, a guy called Nigel to be your assistant, and uh, he's kind of a really sh- quite short. You actually uh, told me all I need to know, and that he's called Nigel. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's a real proper well, geek. He's, he's busy, you know. He's behind you in the thing, and he starts helping you pick your tray up, and he carries on about saying how he's been looking at some Iraqi stuff, and he's converted it into Klingon. It's really funny because when you convert oh, it back God. into English, was he getting food comes, as well? Yeah. Okay. While he's picking stuff up, I'll take his tray. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's just sort of saying to you, you know, it's really funny because he comes out as whizwang when you put it through, and it's really it maybe made him laugh when he was looking at the computer and all this kind of thing. I give you three days before you shoot him. Nigel hurries up and puts your puts your mess tray back, and he grabs another tray and he comes past and he's kind of. And, and another thing, and the other day when I was down here, why do they use that boot black? Why do they put boot black over everything? Is there is, is there a table where there's just one space left? There's a table where there's just one person, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want table, a table with just one person. There's one table with a load of guys who are just who look a bit different. There's a bit of a space on the table, and they're all wearing khaki like everybody else. They've got the desert the desert fatigues on. Um, and they're all wearing kind of black beanies, but apart from that, they're just sitting <laughs> chowing down. <laughs> Do you really want to bother the special forces, to. guys? It's uh, that or breakfast with Nigel. Mm. I'm only having breakfast. So let's see what happens when you gate crash special forces. I'm kind of curious <laughs> about that. Hi, is this seat taken? Oh, thank you. So, sorry, but do you have any Tabasco? Thanks very much. Is it cold in here, guys? Um, <clears throat> It is now. <laughs> it's amazing how frosty oh, okay. it suddenly got. Um, yeah, but at least Nigel can't sit next to him. Guys kind of put the forks down and kind of look at one another and then everybody on the table kind of turns and just looks at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, did you want any of this? <coughs> cool. I'll carry that on. That seat's taken. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll eat it fast and uh, <laughs> excuse, me. excuse me excuse me <laughs> I'll just award myself one out of the park <coughs> fuck off now no no shale please do <laughs> he kind of turns around and looks at his, his mate next to him and he just sort of bends down and picks his fork up <laughs> and just puts it in your eggs and starts to shovel your eggs off your plate into the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And he just starts to flick him off the end of the table. Pick up your breakfast and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the thing to do at this point is to start to say, Nigel, I think you should... <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'm amazed you didn't just say Sir Nigel that. This is what we're working towards. Well, you never know, they might have been nice, reasonable people. Just a thought. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there must be some in the armed forces. A guy, um, a, a guy comes over to you and he sort of, uh, you might want to come with me, come sit with us. Did you, by the way, sounds? Is he another Nigel? No, he isn't, actually. He looks like military. Well, possibly Marine. I'll uh, just dab at the corner of my mouth and smile at everybody at the table. And, uh, well, it's been uh, invigorating and enlightening, gentlemen. You uh, have, a, have an excellent day. And I hope you catch something extremely explosive. I presume you're saying that. Muttering that as I with my newfound friend. You, uh, you, you're either very, very brave or really, really stupid. <laughs> well, I'll let you decide. Yeah. No, I'm very brave. You come sit with us. I think you're going to be with us anyway, Sibby. And he sits down and he says, uh, Child. You know, my, uh, my name's Kurt. Burgess. Burgess Shale. Yeah, nice to meet you. Might as well tell you everybody calls me Yid. So, you know, go figure. Why is that then? Jewish. New York. What can I tell you? Come sit down. Are we right stereotyping on. in a bad way? No, I've no, got Martin all sorts of... No, Martin would have to do a Jewish New York accent for that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I've been doing quite a lot of research into this, and most of them are given the most awful names imaginable. <laughs> it is like being back in the schoolyard. Yeah, ju- you know, if you're Jewish, you're Yid. If you're whatever, you're going to get that as, mm. your, as your nickname. That's pretty yeah, and if, and if you don't, if you react to it, you're Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's when the trouble starts, so, you know. He's just telling so you I might as well just scratch out my character name now and jot in whatever you're going to call me. I'll take it. I don't believe I'm going to Listen, if they find out your name's Shale, what do you think you're going to get called? So you know, you're going to get everything from Doctor Shale, I would imagine. Yeah, you should be so lucky. You might get Doc once they get to know you a bit. Possibly, so if they dog. like you. And so don't find out that I'm not actually hey, a doctor. Uh, the Scuttlebutt has it, but uh, you're, you're CIA. Is that right? Who has it? You know, the, the talk around the place. I mean, you'll see, I've oh, flown in on that big... Uh, well, it's just the only available transport. You know, I'm, uh, I'm uh, just a civilian uh, you, liaison. You can tell me. Mm-hmm. No, really, I'm, ju- I'm just uh, seconded to the unit just for um, technical expertise, obviously. Uh, so what was your last... Uh, oh, my, what, my last assignment? Yeah. Uh, well, it started as a magazine piece, but um, it did expand into grey area, the truth about Roswell. Uh, quite a bestseller. You've not cooked any fools then, lately, or anything like that? Mm. I did put together part of the Cryptozoology Rainy Day Fun Book. Is that what you're thinking? For fools, games? This is going to be really hard work. Um, I will get to you, sir. I promise. Okay. It's just I've got to set this up first. Bigfoot games. <coughs> that, that was another one. I don't know if you read a lot of this sort of uh, work, though. The no, groundbreaking. Hey, high tower. And uh, it's big, predictably big um, Hispanic bloke. He's about God. He must be nearly seven feet tall. Comes wandering over. And he says, uh, "This is Jesse, but we all call him High Tower." He says, uh, "Hey, you like this shit? Come sit down." And he starts. Uh, well, this, this guy writes about Bigfoot. Oh, well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just um, take my glasses off so I can't see the guy. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I really like all those things, yeah. Oh, he really does. They're not just making a big no. joke to drop me in the shit with somebody. Oh, no. thank God for that. Well, I'll pop my glasses back. <laughs> no, I really I really like all that, you know. Sometimes Sasquatch. I just put on a girl's <laughs> and go running through the woods. 
Um, <clears throat> you get to yeah. enter conversation. You seem to have made some friends already. Look at you. Um, John, you're just going to stick into your uh, tasty eggs there. Mm-hmm. Military issue. Mm-hmm. We know how nice I'm sure they'll taste. Um, <clears throat> when uh, someone sort of leans in and says, uh, Excuse me, um, I think Godfather wants to talk to you. Godfather is the lieutenant colonel in charge of a particular brigade that okay. you're in. Everyone calls him Godfather because he had throat cancer a few years ago. Uh, and he's had major surgery. So. I've just taken a different... He's had major surgery. <laughs> Twice. Um, I've, I've just taken a new skill. Oh, hello. I've just say, I've loaded one and taken one because it, it goes along the edges. So now I've got another knowledge skill, which is information security. Okay. Crypto and communications and computer. <coughs> right. <coughs> oh, I don't need you anymore, John. That's fine. Um, well, that wasn't your skill. No, it's not. Yeah, really really You're yeah. thinking of a different crypto. Um, yeah, he says, uh, he's out in the uh, HQ in comms. Okay. Is, is, uh, what's the relationship between me and the army? Um, it's kind of, you know. Is it the sort of, he says it jump, or is it the sort of, I should be legendary? Uh, it would be seen as, I mean, you're not probably under his command as such, yeah. but it would kind of just be seen as good manners. If, if the head of the whole honcho has asked you to come and have a chat, then you don't exactly drag your feet. It just wouldn't be polite, okay, generally. So but you probably, in all honesty, most soldiers would probably see you as a necessary evil. Yeah, okay. So, um, so I'll, but I'll... they're not going to be funny with you particularly but they might watch what they say a little bit you are CIA that's after okay. all so, so they're going to be smoking weed next to you put it that way um, so eggs back on the tray and sort of well eating this shit you find your way out the, the heat just you walk out the air conditioned yeah um, you know you walk out the air conditioned unit it's just like walking into a furnace it's absolutely horrendous there's some guy um, stripped down to um, just his Carkies comes running past you. He's mm-hmm. absolutely huge. He's about six foot five, um, but he's wearing full uh, rucksack, full gas mask, the whole thing, and he's absolutely belting as fast as he can in a big circuit round there. Nice. Well, well, I come you, from the military, so there's all this kind yeah, of macho yeah, bullshit I, going on everywhere I've you look. There's all yeah. this kind of stuff going. On. Okay, um, it's all new to me. People sharpening bayonets and all this kind <laughs> of thing. You know, With their tongue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shaming women, new water. Um, yeah, you push it in, and there's loads of communications gear, satellite rigs, the whole thing. People wonder about all the clipboards and whatnot, and you know, there's well, various... some, that's why I added that skill. I imagine some of the comms gear is mine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, everything could be, would come through to you eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's all official stuff, as far as I know. You know, it's all official stuff. I'm sure there's things that won't be, but uh, right now this has come through. Mm-hmm. No worries. And, uh, they, they get you in, and uh, I can't. I can't think of him of him right now. We'll, we'll what, call what's, him. What's Smith. his rank, Major? Hey, uh, no, we left him because he's only. Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah. Come and look at this. <laughs> Come and look at this. He brings you over to the uh, yeah. horse's head. Yeah. Horse's performance will be subtitled. <laughs> 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 I've had word down from Langley about you. They've got a job for you. We've had some trouble out in the field. And he gets out some maps and sort of moves Throat things around. Throat cancer's a bitch, it. isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that come to me? It, not this at this moment, because right. he, when he finished, you'll see why. Okay. Sort of thing. Um, <coughs> he sort of says oh, to right. you that... Uh, we live to serve? 
Yeah, indeed. Um, we've had some problems. First Marine Corps are out ahead of the main field. Um, they've gone out to a place, and I've got all this written down, I promise you, but I have to go through all my sheets. This is what happens when Ben doesn't go to sleep when you expect him to, unfortunately. I had an idea, just briefly, for what my background lethal work is. She's using her ability with repairs and helping kind of to rig solutions for people in, cha- in villages, charity work, which allows her to go around the country talking to people, finding out what they're feeling, what they're saying, but okay. she's also helping them. I'll tell you now, you're living in a small village called El Salman. I see. <laughs> that's where you're based at the moment, right. because that's where your uncle yeah. lives. Okay. Going back to. And in fact, at this very second, you are standing in the middle of the desert, just on the highway, where your um, slightly beaten up Toyota pickup um, has broken down and you've got the bonnet up. Right. What you're actually doing is waiting for your contact to come and speak to you and this is your cup. Very nice. dark desert highway. Cool wind in your hair. Indeed. Looking very romantic. Um, I'll just wait for you to do the next he, line. <coughs> he brings up a, a map. You don't know it, do you? I only make my sound. Same smell of something else. <coughs> I'm interested. Yeah, I know they'll come to. So where am I? Where am I again? <coughs> the the highlight. Do we know okay. this though? So many. So um, he brings you out a map. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. First recon from the Marine Corps. We're heading up to here last night. Mm-hmm. We got a message through it just after 1200. Some kind of attack. We think it's Iraqi, but we're not sure. Turned out about an hour later when we got more reports. They'd had to run into some kind of special ops unit. Looks like a friendly fire incident. But they were <coughs> reporting that the one person that they got out to the, um, the special forces um, has just gone crazy, talking a load of rubbish. Oh, the gap at the um, table, perhaps. And he's uh, clutching something. He won't let go of... He's got some kind of artefact or something that he won't let go of. And they've isolated him, got his weapons off him. But this guy has gone bad shit. Now... I haven't got any other Sykes officers out here. And Langley tell me you've got some training and that kind of thing. Some? I'm going to need you out there. And that civvy guy, that doctor, he's, he's, isn't he something to do with uh, archaeology or something like that? Yeah, he's Only a doctor of archaeology. I am archaeologist. Maybe that you need to take him with you. Where, where are we now? You You're on the border kind of down here, so sort of Saudi border. So it's going to take you <coughs> maybe the best part of a day across semi-liberated country. Uh, so we're going to get an escort? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, they're going to send you out in a... In fact, he tells you, um, we're going to set up another convoy of Humvees. <coughs> and we'll get you out on that. We'll give you helicopter support as far as we can, but it's going to get too hot as you get a bit nearer to Al-Salman. You're going to be on your own until you meet up with 1st Brigade. Right. What, what's the... Uh, what's the mission? Find out what the hell's going on. Right. So it's not extract and remove. Not yet. I want to know what it is, what's been going on. We have no record of special forces being in that area. It isn't Delta Green. It's none of my men. It's nothing to do with me. There's some kind of operation gone on there that I don't know about. What's Delta Green, by the way? Delta Green, um, um, US special (coughs) forces, basically. Highly trained troops who go in special insurgents, you know, 
A radio and a, a escort, and I'm, I'm ready to rumble in two minutes. Yeah, well, I want you ask a mic by tonight and out of here. So, oh, not, not, I'll go now if you like. Well, we've, they've got to get the whole okay. convoy set up, no they can't just send you out into the middle of a battleground. They'll have to get the Humvees pressed down. Of course, they can. I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, you're not actually dressed in full battle gear mm. in the middle of okay. the tank war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, thanks. I'm just working on my back catalogue of all the many books that he's okay. written. Okay, do you want to give us a well, you've already heard some of them. Yeah, some of the great. <coughs> yeah. Helen's got some good stuff coming up in Hellfrost because she does. Um, <coughs> is one of her oh, yeah. Well, it actually says in the Hellfrost book um, the, the way it works is you have to say, if you want to do some kind of herbalism thing, you have to say what the plant is that you're going to collect yeah. and how good it mm. is. And depending on how good it is, there'll be modifiers modified to your survival role as to whether it's easy to locate or not. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. So it's quite a nice little thing. Mm. But it says we encourage people, we're deliberately not giving you the names of things, because to make your own kind of world and make it a bit more personal, you'll come up with the names of things as you need them and stuff like that. So, of course, it's just been a pun fest, because mm. they were after one to be something that might... Um, the horses that were really windy, and they were trying to stay in out in a particular town. So she's collecting town. a lady's pocket, I think. No, so she's, uh, they've been getting Viagra. <laughs> Oh. Game what, sorry? Vinagra. Oh, in the local fields. And then they, they had to do another one where they'd given, they'd, in an attempt to help in this particular bit that they were in, they were making bread, but they were making uh, bread from flour that's got rat droppings in it. Ew. So four or five of the people have got the most horrendous <laughs> runs now and things. So uh, she's also been out trying to collect some senna knot. So, oh. so it's just it's just getting worse. So we're getting Isn't a nice that going to make of, it uh, worse? Well, that's why it's Senna Knot and not Senna Cost. Ah, is Senna Cost the one that makes it? Ah. Oh, did you hear about the mass homeopathy overdose? That yeah. was so funny. Have you not heard about this? Uh, tell me, four of them have got diabetes now. <laughs> well, everybody was making a joke about sugar rush. Um, I think it was last week or the weekend before. Um, about 200 people gathered outside um, Boots. And this is all over Manchester, places, Liverpool. But there was particularly one in London that got the coverage because it had people like Dave Gorman there. And they bought a load of homeopathic remedies, just basically at random. Um, as Dave Gorman said, I've now discovered that the one I've uh, got is apparently arnica. So um, if this works, I'll never bruise again. <laughs> and they were taking just you know huge quantities of this stuff to to overdose on it but they to basically prove that homeopathy yeah. actually is utter bold. They haven't, right? They haven't it, overdosed. Yeah, because to overdose homeopathy, you take a smaller dose. Well, they've, <laughs> said, they've, said this, they've actually had the, a weaker dose. The jokes that were going around, things like the. Um, uh, the homeopaths were sending a delegation, but they decided that they best dilute the delegation, and they got down to no person. So that's the strongest representation they can have. <laughs> uh, it's called the ten twenty three protest because ten to the power of twenty three. Avogadro's number. Sorry, Avogadro's number. Number of atoms in a mole. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Prof. Whatever. There we go. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that, that's I a physics degree um, for you, isn't it? <laughs> I think they basically had no impact oh, right. on homeopaths, Half of course. Half a chemistry but, degree, yeah. degree. But Boots are still selling the stuff, even though somebody from Boots, I mean, pretty high up in Boots, has admitted there's no evidence it works. 
But they make money on it. Lots yeah. and lots yeah. of money. We, we, we sell it. it. It's not, no, let's face it, it doesn't work. It's not putting anybody at risk. Not hurting yeah. anybody. Yes, they are. Well, somebody's got, um, got something that could potentially be like asking a more serious complaint and they take a homeopathic remedy. Yeah. Yeah. Boots aren't, aren't making you not go to Nobody's the making a diagnosis. No, boots are giving legitimacy to but a, it works. a placebo. But that's how you get, make a placebo no, work, because no, you give it legitimacy. No, not. Boot stocking doesn't legitimise it. Yes, of course it does. Well, what People about, trust okay, boots. Then, if you're going to say that then, what about, you know, honey and eucalyptus then for a bad throat or something? It doesn't really work. It helps. Yeah, it, it eases does. your bad throat, but it mm. doesn't actually yeah. fix your bad throat. No, it won't fix it, but it, it helps the process. Placing sugar in a bad throat makes it worse in some ways, because you're making... Yeah, but for the moment of swallowing, I, I think there's so a definitely good. very strong argument that if boots have a range of of medicines there, that they are giving some legitimacy because people, you know, they, they go to boots. But scientific and boots tests, have this, uh, test after test after test has shown a that placebos work and b that they're actually getting better, and therefore because people have more faith. Well, no, they, well they work. They're actually getting better statistically because more and more medicines being brought out for mental illness, but. The, the point I'm making is that placebos are proven to work. Yeah? So given that placebos actually work, the best thing to do is to have a placebo that everyone believes in. Because you can't have a placebo you don't believe in, can you? Yes, you can. But then it won't have the placebo no, effect. Uh, I think, is it the nocebo effect? It's, this is a gen genuine thing. If, for example, your doctor yeah. believes that he's giving you something that will work mm. yeah. and you don't believe a word of it, It'll still have an effect. Yeah, but that's even just, if it won't do anything. But that's the same as saying uh, your conscious belief and your subconscious belief are different. That's yeah. the same as saying you've got to trust in authority, even though you think you haven't. Mm. Yeah, it's been shown that if if a, if a doctor gives out things that he believes will have an effect, even when they won't, compared to other things that he's they're exactly the same, but you've told these ones don't work. It's the control that you give into your patients. But then you're you reacting the on his authority. Well, I mean, it's interesting. Basically, placebos are the greatest medicine ever invented because yeah. they cure the cheapest. They cure a number Except of people. Except for the homeopathic ones. They cure a number of people, <laughs> and they yeah. But what? Why isn't Chanel Number no. Five kind of two pound fifty? Quite. Because no one will buy it. Literally, no one will buy it. People want to pay for something to feel special. I keep telling you, you can buy me a cheaper perfume, and I won't be offended. Oh, no, you wear it, not him. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not very up on these. Actually, I'm on Coco Chanel I, at the I, moment. I, I, I like yeah. the idea of having a, a, a kind of official placebo, which, with enough bollocks around it, makes people think it's true. Near enough last all day. It is, of course, bollocks, but that's not the point. If we had a purely rational world and no placebo worked, we'd be poorer. Well, there is one of those, I think it's a Thanks, face Martin. cream that contains Boswellox, which, quite frankly, is just <laughs> stating blatantly <laughs> to people. I don't know if you want to those or not, but I'll make them. Oh, that's right. Um, why they don't just put the ads on and say, now with added science. <laughs> so a slight diversion yeah. there. We've had your philosophical sporting hour earlier, and uh, now <laughs> the wacky world of CIA. Fake medicine. <laughs> Shall we move back into warfare? <coughs> Something we can all agree is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's your mission, and you're off and running. And you know, you need to find so I take it off. Are you farting again? No, no, I'm just kind of squeaking on the chair. Right. Same thing. Due to the tremendous flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what am I going on this thing? Just keeps being well? in the chair. <laughs> you better speak to the guy who's in charge of your bit of the operation. Food-induced hoverability. So after a bit, the doctor is. Uh, yeah, after a bit, I'll go and um, sit down with him. Uh -huh. uh, I presume you're still finishing your tea or whatever you're doing. Uh, no, there wasn't much left of it, really. Right. 
I'll, I'll, I'll just be compulsively stirring a cup of tea way beyond the capacity to actually mix the sugar in any further because I've heard a rumour that I'm being sent out somewhere. So I'll go and sit, I'll come and pull a chair up and sit, you know, turn it the wrong way around, sit on it, lean on it. And Thank you, Christy. Welcome to reunion. Except I'm wearing plants. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Full body armour, in fact. Uh, but probably not in the mess. Um, not in the mess. No. Uh, I probably am. <laughs> Although it's a bunch, it's an American soldier's mess, so friendly fire, distinct possibility. Anyway, you know, I'm told you we want to be careful when we're recording this. Anyway. Uh, anyway, sorry. That's the Jews and the Americans who managed to offend this week. Carry on. You're the one who brought up the... Hey, I, I've got a lot of Jewish friends. I'm to point out I'm playing a member of the CIA. <laughs> Carry on. Fully yeah, committed yeah. for the home team. Yeah. Right. Um, committed for the other two. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to... Where are we? Well, where, where are we? Welcome yeah. to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and you are? Uh, Mast. Clinton. Clinton Mastra, but you can call you me Mastra. You can't Mast. remember. Oh, Mast. 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 I'm, uh, yeah. I'm Berger Shale. You can call me He's Dr. got a head Shale. full of interesting yet um, potentially useless info. You got a nickname yet? Can't remember three minutes ago. Uh, just, just Dr. Shale, I think. Yeah, well. To be honest, I haven't really spoken to too many people. You'll get a uh, nickname. Not for very long, anyway. If it's not totally offensive, it's best to accept it. Just a thought. Otherwise, it'll get worse. Doc. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, it shouldn't be too difficult to remember my name. I'm a published author, after all. Not to mention a, a leading expert in my field. Leaning? Leaning. And your field is uh, archaeology. <laughs> you know what they say about archaeologists? Men outstanding in a field. Uh-huh. It's about at this point that the doctor gets pushed quite violently forwards as a lot of special forces men get up from their table and walk past and move out of the building. As he moves forwards, I'll hold his tea to his <laughs> and there's you know, I don't some like comment <coughs> about whiskey tango or something as, as they go past him. No, I don't like to say anything, but you'd, you'd think that sort of highly trained troops wouldn't be so clumsy. I presume they're new. Uh, I presume you're new. In fact, I know you're new because I had your file a couple yesterday. of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still what was the thing what my father did. Well, obviously, my extensive and extremely impressive academic record. Yeah. Um, Anything like, we should particularly know that you've done for the CIA in the past? Or um, not something really. that might have got you into Iraq? Other than no, because a lot of the stuff. Other than clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a lot of the stuff that I, I picture <coughs> having actually Snafu done. back to <laughs> just sort of snowballed a little bit, and he's come to the attention of people. And then he's <coughs> been brought in. Your name's been on the top of reports. He might have been brought into a police investigation or the FBI or something or other way. He's just been, you know, he's been asked about something, and it just happens to have well, turned out very well. So he's just yeah. lucky. He's, he said, well, that's what I'm saying. So he's then come to the attention of other people and go, well, what about that guy they called in for such and such? Right. And hell, if he's good <coughs> enough for them. Right. Um, and, but mo- 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 mostly, uh, he makes his living um, <laughs> writing books on a custom design. Okay. Um, so, uh, Doc, you have been out in the field? In the desert? Uh, the desert? Uh, well, not not, um, not what you call desert. Um, New Mexico, yes, but... Um, no aircon here, you know? Yeah, I didn't really venture much. What, were you in this big aircon? Not in the Humvees. Oh, right, well, yeah, that's what you mean. It's true. <coughs> Did that have aircon in the Humvees? No. no. Big nice. Holes. Where people stand with 50 caliber machine guns at the top. Well, you know, the head of my facility has got a Humvee and his has got an aircon. 
well, uh, yeah. maybe his isn't on the plate. how much petrol a Humvee with aircon must use. God, yeah. I mean, they do about the, nine miles to the gallon anyway. Have you ever yeah, seen the spec ship Humvee? Or the promotional video where they drop on from a helicopter? <laughs> and they have things like self-inflating tyres. Fantastic. Very cool. They sent me a brochure once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't buy one? Uh, funnily enough, no. No. Because no, you I, can buy a house for, for the price. Yeah. yeah. Now, if they made a bike, that would be fun. I want a Humvee bicycle. Can you imagine how wide it'd be? Uh, well, um, we can talk now. We can talk later. What do you rather? We're going out at. Uh, oh, what do we talk about? I think he wanted you uh, out by uh, eight hundred, didn't he? Oh, eight hundred. Eight hundred. So it's it's what? Um, it's four uh, hours. Four hours. Mm-hmm. Eight Right. I'll make a note of that. Um, so, so we can do, talk. Do I need to pack a bag, or, or will will everything be be provided? Yeah, I'll start briefly. Okay. At that point, you want to decide what you want to bring. Oh right. Well, just just the usual, I suppose. He's given you maps and things, by the way. They've uploaded a load of yeah. stuff onto a, a computer for okay. you. I mean, for example, we're going to and I name the area. Mm. If you've got any books on that, I'll sell Not a bad idea to bring it. Uh, but well, well I'll, I'll launch into a briefing if you've got time next. Uh, sure. Right. But we'll have to go somewhere private. Right. Oh, uh. <laughs> so, so we'll step aside to my private, Ops, eh? private area. Ah, oh, private area. Good to see you again. <laughs> and I'll, uh, Is he a friend I'll, of major surgery? I'll run you through what was described. In particular, what I know of and what was given to me about the artifact. And if I don't know anything about the artifact, at least about the area. I have a, a load of hastily assembled and photocopied notes that are just generally to do with anything I think they might want me to know about. Okay. And that's it. Cool. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, on the bright side, you've got that's an internet connection. Sp- and I didn't take hours. bluff, actually. Oh, dear. Or persuade or anything oh, like dear. that at all. You're going to get busted really quick, aren't you? How <clears> much <throat> do you think they know? Mm. Well, I've got a file list thing. And I'm a good observer of human nature. Mm. Yeah, but how much do you And know we're going into the desert together and I have the rifle. <laughs> Are you feeling reassured? <laughs> I didn't realise this when I was back in Montpellier. Uh, well, look, let me put it like this: you've got an internet connection, and you've got three hours and a printer. <laughs> when did Wikipedia start? <laughs> so, a lot of cut and paste later. Yeah. It's all right. Perhaps you'd like to move over to some. Yeah. You uh, eventually, um, <coughs> and slightly incongruously, in the middle of all this. Desert because they have these amazing roads, mm. you know, with a bit of sand dust across them, and then no one's on them. So they have miles and miles and miles. Is that the oil money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's got roads everywhere. Like Shetland, Shetland has amazing yeah. roads, and all these fields and sheep, and it's <laughs> really just, good roads. Really so I've rigged my car to look like it needs a repair. Not so much desert, not so much desert. Quite incongruously, someone on a moped in the middle of nowhere kind of puts up to you, you know, and he kind of takes a little helmet off and all this, and he puts a puts his Tea towel over his head, you know, with the belt. Mm. And, uh, so that's the what the Arabs as well. Yeah, <laughs> well the Arabs, the Jew, and the Americans. Um, so that's anyway, part of it. Can I like to say? <laughs> Can I just point out the French are a bunch of wankers as well? <laughs> and if you've got any complaints Ooh, about that, and if you could send any stuff to Hal, yeah. <laughs> um, he comes around and says, "God, it's hot." Pleased to meet you. Uh, astute observation. Derek Ashton Smith. It's so nice to meet you. Anyway. Hello, Derek. You're local. Yeah. I haven't got any. Uh, I haven't got any water. Uh, 
van have you done? I'm parched, I must say. I'll open the door and point to oh, a bop of water. Thank you so much. Surely the answer is to speak only Iraqi at him and leave him to flounder. It's <laughs> blown your cover, you know. Good luck. And <laughs> <laughs> so ends the, the greatest spy. I, I have arranged to meet somebody here. Um, yes, yeah, always best. Inconspicuous in a crowd. Good point. <laughs> it is, in fact, it's a kind of form of feedback in an odd way because the thing is, you don't meet because of where you are. It's, it's almost impossible to get you the same handler all the time mm. because of what's going on. So in an odd way, him walking up and speaking in a broad, posh English accent is actually quite a good thing because mm. he's kind of trying to show you that you know, yeah. he is who he says he is, sort of thing. If he'd have come up and he was just another Iraqi, you'd have, oh, how the hell do I know who he is, yeah. sort of thing. So in a funny way, it's, it's kind of a way of marking it. So he's either your contact or he could just be a villain in a Hollywood movie. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Um, That's why I didn't turn my back to him and I let him get the drink himself. I just thought we'd better let you know. Um, the Americans are starting to move into your area now. It's going to get quite busy um, soon, and the main forces will be passing through here probably in another two or three days. But okay. before then, there's going to be some Marines coming through, um, and apparently there's already been a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle somewhere outside of town. Now, what we need you to do is obviously we already suspect your uncle, which is why we've got you in there. Um, we want you to find out if your Uncle Zaid has had anything to do with what's going on. And we believe um, he's in touch with the Bath Party and the, um, uh, bloody hell, uh, what's the, the Republican Guard, thank you. And he's definitely making moves to have Republican Guard in the area. Now, I have to warn you, um, if there is significant presence of, uh, presence of Republican Guard and it's there... The Americans are going to come and obliterate the town. That um, if they can find a significant amount of tanks or hardware, anything like that, mm. they will just wipe it out before the main advance comes in. They'll use air power, so you need to be very careful because at any given moment, the entire town could be obliterated if it's picked up on satellite. There's large traffic movements around that area. We'll try and warn you. We'll try and get you out of there, and certainly the Marines will know about it. A good and somebody time on to the Marines will know about village. you, but they won't know who you are. Okay. So you may have to try and make contact if it's possible or appropriate. You know, mm. at some point, um, whatever they are expecting contact with somebody, but <clears throat> you know, you'll you'll have to watch out for that. So really. We need to know about your uncle, what his movements are, and specifically mm. what might be going on in and around the area. Okay. See if we can do that. Yeah. There isn't a um, skill. <clears throat> yeah, we've got, if you think it's safe, we've got a digital radio and a satellite phone for you to take back okay. if you think you can use those safely and Martin have them about you so that you can get in touch with us as soon as. Obviously, we're not giving you stuff like that before yeah. in case you were searched. But now, as of now, you are no longer a sleeper. You, could have you are now active blood. and you're on this mission. Certainly. Um, so he sort of hands you over a, you know, a, a pack. Yeah. Um, in fact, this is quite clever because he's kind of a battered up old sack really mm. thing that they've kind of disguised it with some like um, he says basically you know that's it that's what we need you to do but we know there's there's definitely troop movements happening we need to know where preferably and it would be brilliant if you can find out when and then we can will I already know when I get that information how to get it 
back to them? Well, they provided me with that. Well, that's that's why they're giving you the satellite. Yeah, but I know wh- who I'm kind of dialing it. Oh for, yeah, yeah, it's all pre-programmed in. Yeah. To be honest, it'll literally okay. because you, so you can do it quickly. It'll literally yeah. be hit a button, get a message out okay. with your code phrase, which yeah. you can make up a code phrase or a code name. You might have a you might have a code name rather than your real name that you use. Um, yeah, something like Shadow. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never tell that is my real name. Which is why you wouldn't use it as a code name. Exactly. So I'll leave that up to you. Dark patch, perhaps. No, that sounds like you've had a nasty accident in your trousers, doesn't it? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, you, um, and on the other side, of course, you'll know family back in the village. You well, I mean, it's not like you turned up last week. You've probably been living here for a, at least a couple of years. You've been back, and you may well be involved in the family business or something like that. So... Hmm. As far as you know, you are beyond suspicion. What could go wrong? Is it so? Um, thanks for the water. If you don't need anything else, I'm going to put put my way off again. And off he goes. Chink, chink, chink. Yeah. Pipe back together. Little yeah. bit of a there. Bonnet down. <coughs> and off you go back to the village. <coughs> um, you didn't come that far out in like an hour out of town or something to get back. Um, it's probably um, getting on to evening time now. Um, you know, you sort of pull in, there's lots of people wandering around, there's kids playing in the streets, um, there's someone sort of herding one or two goats up through the, the main road and stuff when you get into town, all the kind of typical things that you see. Um, you sort of pull in, you get into the house, um, you can hear your aunts cooking in the kitchen and sort of doing the evening meal and she's got some, you know, the radio is playing some loyalist music because that's all you can get mm-hmm. out here on the local Iraqi channels and you're not permitted to listen to anything else and they'll be telling about the glorious leader and, mm-hmm. you know, who's, uh, who's in, indomitable forces are fighting back the aggression of the American hordes and all that kind of thing, you know, all that kind of tribe. Um, you can hear the kids sort of running around and banging doors upstairs. It's all typical sort of stuff like that. Um, it, you know, I don't know if you're just going in and what are you doing, really? Well, I'll um, take a little bit of embroidery and uh, where my uncle's chatting with his men friends, I'll just sit unobtrusively in the background, demurely, mm. like a, a good Iraqi woman does, and I'll just sit and sew. Yeah. Um, and listen to what they're saying. Yeah, took a walk, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Um, so, a yeah, notice so. roll to see what they're doing and saying. Okay, yeah. Which is 8d8 plus 2 for alertness. What? Yep. Yeah. d8 plus 2. Oh, you took the edge that gives you the bonus. Oh, Christ. 8, 14, 16. At the moment, he's sitting with um, the boyfriend of your niece. Mm-hmm. And they're watching the telly. And he's scratching his armpit, and he's developing a small boil on the left hand side. <laughs> of his chair is two point four meters from the rear wall of the building. Yeah, you can tell me, you can see he really should have changed his jalabi today because it's looking a little strange under the armpits. A shabby jalabi. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it, you notice everything about him. You know, it's, he's not uh, he's not plucked his ear hair. Oh. I'll teach you to make a good roll. We'll wean you off that upstaging habit. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> What's the edge that gives you that? <coughs> um, so alertness. I can get it next time. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually that uh, Quancy, his his armour has that. 
His armour yeah. is alert. Yeah, well, no, the, reason, like the reason his goggles light up is because if I activate it, he gets the alertness. Cool. Interesting. If he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. Quite first time. Mm-hmm. You're so um, walking and boom. Mm-hmm. You sit down oh, for yeah. a bit, and um, <laughs> Shatha, who's your niece, mm. she walks in, she kind of smiles at you. She's probably about 17. She's got a boyfriend at 17. It's all very and all that kind of thing. It's yeah, I mean they're never really allowed on their own and all that kind of it's all quite hmm. you know come off it and marry him off at whatever age, isn't he? It's so he's suitable, is he, this boy? Yeah, he's, he's uh, worked in the family firm actually. He's been sort of brought up as an apprentice and uh, Good prospects. Well, you know, he's, he's well, get on with it then, marry him off, be done with it. Country, it's about to be bombed to death. Yeah. <laughs> prospects hard to say. Mm. <laughs> Looking bleak at the moment. Um she sort of comes down and she's, you know, chatting to you about the embroidery and something mm. like that. Like that. Um, can we, can we kind of push you? Yes, yeah, sure. I'll show you how I do this, but my thread's in my room. Come and uh, let's find the thread. And she sort of goes up to the room. And, she's, and she sort of sits down with you. And says, oh, I'm a little bit worried. Mm. <coughs> um, I'm not sure what Jamal's getting into. Jamal's the bully. Uh-huh. Um but he keeps coming out at night and I'm a bit I'm a bit worried that he's perhaps seen somebody else and isn't being as perhaps as good as he should be and I don't really know what to do about it. Because every every night I know he's been I mean his mum and dad's house is only next door. And I've you know, been occasionally we send messages to one another through the windows and probably shouldn't tell you that but um I've noticed recently he's not been around when I've gone to look and I've seen him going out in the van in his dad's van. And he's done it two or three times in the last couple of weeks. And I think he's probably seen somebody else. And I really don't know what to do because I really like him. And it's all just going... I just think I'm going to lose him. And then with all this going on with the Americans and we don't know what's happening with the war and things, I'm really worried and, and I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do, Auntie? Mm. How long have you been... Uh, has he been courting you again? It's all. Um, it's nearly a year. I mean, it won't be long now, hopefully, you know, if he gets another promotion with, with Dad's firm, he, he, he might be able to, I was hoping he was going to offer to marry me very soon. Mm. Has he ever attempted anything untoward? No, well, we have kissed a couple of times when people haven't seen us, but no, nothing like that, he's a good, he's mm. a good boy. Okay. Most of it. So, so tell me about when he's been going off and the direction, because I could go and see if I can see him and see if there are any girls where he's going. Um, well, he's heading off. I just want to find some names. Um, it's as bad as running Tekken, though, isn't it? <laughs> I really want to be a bit more prepped up for it than this, sorry. Um, but you mustn't tell anybody that I'm doing this, no, because no, they'll so come to ask you. get Mom, you in trouble. It all go up, and if my dad found out, oh, I don't want to even think about what would happen. Um, he's, he's heading out to the east, as far as I can see. He's heading out to the highway, and then I can't really tell from there because without leaving the house, I can't really see. But I know for a fact it's where the Asira lives out that way. Mm. And I've seen them at school and at college and things before. They, I'm sure they used to be sweethearts, okay, and things. They're far too friendly, and I don't think it's right, and I'm really worried. I'll look into it for you. But, um, but don't let him do anything untoward at this stage if he's not firm in his commitment to you. No, no, of course not. I Good. Good. 
Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play chasing young ladies, can I? Really? Um, no, your forte is really creepy old women, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Iris, Iris doesn't appear in this particular production yet. <coughs> but I think you just managed Sorry to kill Sarah. Key no. down the nose. I suspect it's it was more Oh my god, I've just thought when the stars are right, Iris rises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my dear. <laughs> that would be Iris not appearing in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, I got carried away. Um, not by her, I I will make a pretext of going somewhere to fetch something. And I will go follow this boy. Some detail. Okay. Um, he's sitting downstairs talking to your uncle. Well, I'll wait until he goes. Yeah, yeah, until, until later on. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there's a, a part I could do with getting in this village where they are and something that needs well, you're checking. Probably, you do have work. I mean, you, yeah. you're a useful member of the community. Yeah. You know, it's not like you, you just sit around all day or something. I mean, you, you, know, you can go and work at the date factory or whatever. Um, Actually, sitting around all day embroidering is probably <laughs> something that a girl of my class oh, come could on, be doing. Come on, somebody's got to put the stones in those. This is dates. Iraq. Yeah. Iraq's quite, um, at least pre-war, was quite uh, progressive Modern, like that. Yeah. 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 But yes, I'll be out. I'll be doing charitable work. <laughs> I'll be known as somebody yeah, who does sure good things. Um, I, I I'm not really not sure. I, no, I'm not sure we should release these. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Using it as a setting, we're not, I mean, God knows our knowledge of it's so sketchy. Yeah, it's comment like it's bombing it into submission. I think, which is kind of <laughs> yeah, but that idea. is Carol. what yeah. shock and awe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Carol. Booyah. Um, <laughs> yeah, back at base. Um, it's getting on. You know, it's nearly yep. Oscar Mike time. Um, it's a bit like Oscar Mayer Wiener. Um, mm. I hope not. No. Um, no hot dogs involved. Um, is there any particular kit or anything you want to look up before you go? Well, I'm presuming I've got, a, I've got a rucksack with, you know, a change of clothes and stuff. Couple and all my, notes. A couple of my books and the gear I've you got. Get, um, a black, a you get a black Kevlar helmet and black oh, right. um, Kevlar. Kevlar. You don't get the khaki stuff. So I've got the armour vest and the So you're very helmet. conspicuous. Yeah. No, you are a civvy. You're meant to be conspicuous because the idea is they're not meant to shoot you. Mm. Or because that worked really well for some of the reporters, didn't it? Can I figure out he doesn't know what he's doing? Admittedly, a not in. I don't think you need a dice roll to be honest. No, I am. I've actually got. No, no, I don't mean in terms of your. No, I mean academia. I just meant not being out in the desert and and oh that. Well, I haven't really claimed that. In fact, I think I said no. I haven't really been in the desert. I've been to New Mexico. So I'll pack a bag of things you'll need. You know, he's not got a water bottle. Yeah. He's not wearing I won't his, tell him about it, but it would be He's not wearing his juice suit, desert fashion, let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah. His what? So I'll, I'll kind of. I'm more likely to be wearing a zoot suit, to be perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll go up and kind of. Change the zip yeah. and. The still suits. Still suits. Still suits. Still suits. Still suits. You're still making dew jokes, aren't you? That was a dew joke. I'll go and kind of zip it up right and, you know, lick a cranky and wipe his cheek or something. Spit. See, it's coming off. Um, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh no, well, that's another great one. Out there. Um, yeah, have you got your vest on? Kevlar. Yeah. And don't put don't put your suits on now. You you can, you'll uh, get the benefit later. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure your hair's dry. You don't want to go out with wet hair, or you'll get ill. Yeah. Do you know the immortal things they did in uh, was it um, Black Hawk Down, where they're all getting ready to go yeah, out, and all that. Yeah, they're going out to do this mission, and you know what happens. 
and there's like well, one the of title gives that away. One of them's putting his uh, Kevlar on, and the other one's kind of taking the back plates out. And, this, and, this, and the other guy's like looking at him. He says, "Well, he says, you know, you're not going to get shot in the back running away from the enemy, are you?" So of course, you know what happens to him. Like, he's, uh, he's out of the thing, yeah. So, um, yeah, and uh, you you now meet the rest of your crew for the Humvee. Um, you'll end up in two Humvees because basically you have a driver, a navigator, radio operator, and Tony Stark. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, you don't get the whiskey or anything. I'm afraid. You'll have another gunman sitting next to whoever is the passenger, and then you'll also have somebody sort of standing up in the middle of the Humvee through the turret hole in the middle with the big machine gun on the top. Yeah, so you've basically got four crew and you right. in the soft top, um, you know, easy to shoot at. Uh, I'll just sit there, slow moving, my uh, rucksack. Um, I'll go in the armoured bin. <laughs> yeah. So we'll split them up as you get uh, Kurt, the Yid Simmental. Um, you meet your driver, who's Javier Maria. Um, you also get the sergeant, um, who sits at the front. That's Eric Gaines, who is the sergeant. He'll be in charge of everything. And you also get Hightower, who's the guy who sits with the machine gun. So that's your Simply because he can't fit in the thing without putting yeah, his basically through the wrong in the room. He has to, because they can't <laughs> put him anywhere else. Is that the guy out of... Um Hightower is at the police academy, academy but yeah. he's a big black um, You get, uh, your driver's called Tyrone Drown, and I'm not making this up, that's a real name, um, who of course is called Gulp. Which is a real name. Sundry. Well, it's, it's, it's from a census, it's real names. So, yeah. Um, you get uh, Cody Stone Cold Penman, who you can't quite work out because the name really doesn't fit the, the guy. He's probably the youngest of all of them. Mm-hmm. He also seems the least IQ um, em, imbued of uh, all of them. And that's um, saying he's like something. a little skinny white kid, basically, who looks like he's borrowed somebody else's set of kit. Stone Cold. Yeah, and he's called Stone Cold. Um, and the charmingly named Erin the Dyke Tversky. And what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she um, is the riding shotgun with you in the back, basically. Isn't no problem. The air freshener, honest. Um, <laughs> so there you go. So we've got car one. Okay. Car one. Car two. Car one. Car two. Car two. Car one. Car two. So they go off. <clears throat> You've also got two other Humvees. There's four Humvees, right. and you two are kind of in the Humvees yeah. in the middle, and you start <laughs> pulling out now, and everyone's kind of, you know, woo, and all that as you, as you pull out. And so so you know, go get them, guys. <clears throat> This is going to, going to be far then, is it? You're going to be out for about a day before we get to oh. where we're going. Oh, and right. it's through loads of territory. There could be anything out here, minefields, you know, ah. Republican Guard, um, Iraqi military. Be careful where we go to the loo then, eh? Yeah, I don't want to run into any T-72s because we can't take on a T-72, hit one of them and it's can't going we? to be wham bam, thank you man, we're not going to know anything about it. Is it? That's bad, is it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's you know... Right. Heartbreakingly bad. Do you want to know some of the stuff I've brought, just in case? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so obviously food and things, just in case, extra rations, yeah. in case we have to spend extra time at home. You get the lovely ration packs, which are given to you. Yeah. And yeah, which have a charming name, which I've got written down somewhere. But it, 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 they, they, for me? MREs. Yeah, and it's, um, what is it, something... Meal, so, ready to eat. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. actually... Um, Meal rejected by Ethiopia. Ethiopia, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the one. I think it's had a charming little euphemism. Um... They're not bad, actually. Mm. My Very rifle silences. Yeah. 
uh, pistol for him in case he needs one pistol for me. I have got a pistol. Yeah, well, you've got two now. This is all the stuff I'm taking for him in case. Uh, You know, the usual kind of compasses, navigation aids, uh, crypto radios, explosives, uh, computer hacking stuff, and um, desert shrouds so that um, we can just hide. Yeah. Stone stone cold's kind of looking at going, shit, man, why don't you brought with you? That's just fine. You know, we're going to shoot some fucking Iraqis. You don't need much. Well, I kind of hope you're going to shoot the Iraqis because we've got. Uh, we're going out there. To talk. I hope so. We're going out there to talk to someone. Yeah. And they're all like, "Yeah, that's it, Stone Cold. You'll get some more, eh? Just like that camel you shot." And he's like, oh, "Shut the fuck up, man." <laughs> and this is the kind of banter. This is no, the carry on. I, I do always enjoy a, a GM having a, a group oh, of a NPCs little go on, yeah. chat, chat away. So. <laughs> themselves, yeah. yeah. Cigarette. Oh yeah, man. That's why they call you Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other starts sniggering, and he's just like, "Cause I'm a Stone Cold killer." And there's just like everyone in the front's like, <laughs> "If it happens to walk on four legs and all this kind of thing," it's like, "Look, it was dark. I didn't see you." Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, so uh, obviously camel Stone Cold seems to have got his nickname by shooting a camel accidentally the last time they were out on a patrol. Did you kill it? Yeah, man, he shot that camel dead. Filled it full of lead, and there's loads of other comments. You know, like, oh, emptied a magazine into him. He's like, shut up. Save it, taking the hump. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> Give me a penny. <laughs> um, it's that kind of, kind of game, is it? Yeah. I see. Um, in your car, they've all started we're um, doomed, John. <laughs> doing some kind of rap thing. Oh, where one of them's kind of doing a, a, a drum beat and stuff because it gets a bit boring really just sat in a Humvee for hours walking to go which is why I brought the pack of cards I've got a pair yeah. of ear defenders on and I'm making some editorial notations in the uh, first print run of uh, well just one of the first print run uh, of my latest book uh, Making Love the Lovecraft Way mm-hmm. it involves lots of tentacles or something mm-hmm. you know, very ten- Japanese tentacles testicles what <laughs> <laughs> Catholics. <laughs> 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 we don't mind offending them. Are you Catholic? No, I was brought up. I was brought up Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Not practicing. Sorry, just a small. No, that story. was the isn't Vatican trick. People were paid for that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how many people you meet who were actually raised Catholic, and that seems to have been enough to make sure that they are no longer Catholic. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all that guilt. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So you know, you having a game of cards? Well, obviously not with the guy on watch, but yes, with the Well, everybody's on watch. Are they? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're all, they're, the guy sitting next to you has got, a, got an M16 sort of stuck out the window and he's, you know, just looking. Yeah, well, they're not really doing it. They're just kind of, you know... Yes. Yeah, so well, they're going to turn on an Eagles album and put the feet out the window. I should hope they're on watch. He says, oh, what do you, like, you want some music on? Sorry? You want some music on? Oh, no, it's all right, thanks. I've got... We've got, got Megadeth um, and all sorts of stuff we can put on. We've got what? We usually use... We use put Megadeth on when we go into battle. You know, we kind of gets everybody going and gets the blood up. So we Oh, can, it's yeah. a song. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um... Yeah, man. God, don't you know anything? Uh, well, what do you like to listen to then, Doc? Uh, well, um, the... Bing Crosby? Um, Australia enough, that starts blowing out for the Humvee behind. <laughs> <laughs> I am dreaming of a wife. That is actually great. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite fond of Brahms. What, man? Brahms. And the sergeant in the front going, Brahms, you shit kickers. You know, he's kind of, obviously, appears to be a little bit more. Well, thank God one of them is reasonably intelligent because so far, I would say <laughs> you can add to your list anyone who's been in the armed forces. We should put a little picture of them as well. 
CIA's coming out quite a lot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the young lads, awesome. they don't know any difference. They've been told to go out there and, you know, right. gunko in and shoot the bad guys and all that actually, kind of thing. Actually, actually, actually. My, my code name is Desert Fox. Yeah, so the actor, um, <laughs> I'm not well, sure that's, that's actually, terribly original. Uh, <laughs> who cares? It's yeah. a game. You, and, you and Rommel, eh? You know what happened to Rommel, don't oh, you? Oh, shush. What did happen to Rommel? He wrote a very good book. He shot time. himself. Well, it was either Oh, probably it's a Cthulhu game. That's a good And have all his family hung up by a really? wire. So, yes. Uh, yeah, Hitler yeah. had him shot, basically. I'm about to dob in my family. Dob in your family? Dob Camels yeah, in no horses, so, my yeah. family. Yeah. Therefore, eh? Yeah, you're really low, aren't you? Yeah. God, you're real you're story, dobbing yeah. your family. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not, well, I won't say, because I, I'd offend yet more people. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Well, I was about to talk about inbred parts of I honestly think you to just go for it. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we were going for it, I don't think we could do much better than we are doing. This one we're doing quite frankly. So yes, anyway, I mean, this place is like a bloody mine. <laughs> uh, nearly twenty to ten. Oh, time flies. It's a bit of a race. Like, an hour and twenty minutes. This is like like being in a minefield. Funny you should say that. Yeah. Anyway, what will? Uh, well, yeah, I'll play cards with a couple of people. For God's sake, I mean, I, you know, fuck them. <laughs> no, we'll just play cards. Not in the back of our V. Let the other ones watch. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> are you sure? That's what you Fuck them and let the other ones watch. Right. I think that's a little bit. A couple of other play cards. Oh, right, and the others are on watch. Ah, okay. And we'll rotate, and I'll take my turn of watch. Spin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So I think we're all clear on what's happening now. <laughs> so Bing Crosby and the car behind is rocking up and down as it's coming. Anyway, yeah. That's yes, actually quite I've cute. got your defenders on. As nice. I well, uh, no, I'm just saying that I've the, um, you've now got the, the, the Humvee times. behind you. Yeah. It's now got uh, five troopers all in there, and they're all singing along to Bing Crosby as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's going through the middle of the desert, and everyone's singing, and then it kind of goes One of them's going to blow all, up, because whenever yeah. this sort of scene... All four Humvees are now, you know, Bing Crosby's you know, going through. Um, Had to be done. Because mm. a, a beep comes off the radio at the front, and you hear the sergeant sort of, you know, um, dog one, dog one, and uh, that's... Um, Coming through, and he just he puts his hand up, and uh, you hear him say something like, "Right, everyone, just hold up, hold up." And uh, <clears throat> apparently, we've got enemy up ahead somewhere. Um, we're getting uh, another couple of clicks up ahead. The road um, shallows off at both sides. There's some ditches along the sides. We need and to I'm check going out to be those. my little beat-up Toyota, just, spying on the kid. Yeah, I'm just going to take off the air defence because I think I probably need to hear you. It, it seems to have gone very, very still in here all of a sudden. Yeah, everyone's kind um, of copying so rifles. Right. Oh, ah. And they start to drive forward again, and obviously the you're close to peeing you're yourself. You're all on. Right you've now, got the digital you? radios. I'll get out the, so. uh, the you know, I'll sneak a quick look at the other people's cards, and then get out the uh, <laughs> CIA. <laughs> Who would play cards with you? <laughs> Black Ops CIA. I brought the cards. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, and now he's going to bring out some special binoculars. So yeah. oh, look, they're all right. I'm going to bring out special binoculars. The only thing special about them is that they're uh, you know don't reflect. Okay. You see, the, the Americans have got the, the, the military. They've got the cheaper option where they've just got some gaffer tape and taped it over the ends with a tiny little slit in the middle of the binoculars <laughs> to just keep the glare off. So they're, and they're all likely to commit you. 
it's like those comedy films where they've all got little <laughs> tiny pairs like that and then you've got like these things with pockets. Actually the guy in the front of yours has got um, more of a sniper rifle and he's got a big sight and he just flicks just slightly, just flicks the flare shield up on the front of that and kind of he's looking down yeah. at that. Well I've got my sniper rifle ready but I'm not using it yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you drive along really slowly through things. Anyone want to make me uh, notice rolls? I'll make some notice rolls. Oh, go on then. Um, I did take notice, incredibly mm-hmm. enough. Yep. Okay. Uh, four. Yes. Okay. A shocker. Um, there is um, not the same, but another beat up. There's beat up Toyotas all over the place in the wreck. You've discovered the further into the. Place you go, they're all different colours and they might have different coloured doors and things, but they're all Toyota 4 by 4s and they're all beat up. Um, there's a, there is a sort of 4 by 4 at the side of the road and it has got some kind of welded structure in the back which either looks like a gun emplacement or, or some kind of rocket launcher or something like that. Tap the, the guy, the lead guy, say uh, something in the back of that. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, they stop a bit, and he gets his binoculars, and he, he sort of looks at you and says, "What do you think? It doesn't look man to me. It looks like an old one." Does it look like? Um, maybe another notice roll. Well. That's a bad start. <laughs> you know, when you just try and roll them properly, oh dear, this is ever roll. Uh, no, um, unless you want to re-roll them. Too far to see. Yeah, um, there's no movement or anything. There doesn't seem to be any activity. Just the same. Uh, <laughs> what the hell's in that? The lead Humvee you can't see. No, look in the one behind it, oddly enough. <coughs> so the two Humvee, your Humvee, the one in front, the guys that you can hear them chatting away on the radio and saying, we can't see, we can see their vehicle up ahead. But well, can I see, since I made a notice wrong? You can have a go, yeah. Have another look, see if I can squint at it. Because yeah. I have got bad eyes. That, <laughs> is, that is actually my hinges. I've got my glasses on. Well, it means that if I lose my glasses, I can't see very well. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not like, like a bit of something to notice. Uh, no, no. Uh, eight. Okay. Nice. You can't see anybody around it. It looks completely empty to you. I don't think I'm going to pass that information out uh, because these guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What, what I basically say is, my advice, for what it's worth, is uh, you know standard operating. But I'd either go round or proceed with caution. Yeah. And he's saying, I don't know whether to just call in air and have it on the road. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Mm. Want to clear taken road. out. It's actually just to the side. Yeah, but Haven't they got a rocket launcher on their thing? Can't they just no. rocket launcher it? No. One of them's got a 20 mil cannon. And we can grenade it, but be a bit nearby then. Yeah, and you're going to get into range. Um, God, what wins? Says, we'll, Cowards. We'll, pre- we'll, pre- <laughs> we'll proceed. Can't wait to move up with you. Let's move up slowly. <clears throat> and uh, and we're off again. Right, yeah. Yeah. Spread the... Uh, oh, well, gla- spread the wagon. <sighs> Certainly glad that there was uh, nothing to worry about there. This is funny enough. It's amazing how quickly it's all gone very professional and everyone's kind of suddenly kicked into it. Which is the point, yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden everyone's going to be. Because you can't be a number uh, one kind of um, alertness all the time. You've got to go, I'm ready for it when it happens. Yeah. Um, You're, you know, you slowly cruise past and as you get close, you can actually see that now you can get up to it. The tyres have kind of been blown off this thing and it's obviously been shot up as the first brigade have come past, um, you know, a few days ago. So it looks like it's a bit of a false alarm, and you know, they turn up the Bing Crosby again, and off you go, carry on up the road, sort of. Thing. Actually, no. Uh, no, let, let's have Mel Torme instead. If it's a false alarm, 
we'll get it away from the railroad or do something because next time we don't want to be that the next lot to have the same issue. Well, what they can do now is they can mark it. Yeah. And then they can send the information back, so it'll be it'll be logged on the. But then the maps all it takes is someone to bomb it, and they'll have it on the map as a safe thing, and it won't be. Whereas if the yeah, road is well. clear, the road is clear. Mm. He says, "Well, yeah, okay, we can stop and we can move it." Well, how long is it going to take? Just said, "Well, it's going to take about half an hour, isn't it?" It's all wheels, isn't it? Or is it wheels? Well, the, the front tires were blown off. Okay, well, what we'll do, we'll mark it as for someone else to move. Yeah, he says, but "Well, the CBs will be coming through later. Yeah, they'll they'll okay. clear all Radio, the roads and back all whatever, the old bits and bobs off the road and stuff." Um, yeah, it's just I don't think that I, I, what I don't want is for next people to think they can trust it because we've seen it, hasn't we? Yeah. Yeah, you go a bit further up. Um, there's more sniggering as you drive past a couple of dead camels. Looks like Stone Cold's been here before. And you basically you start to make good progress. Um, you're going to have um, there's lots of people saying things like BCT and LUP and things like that. So they're going to come up for an LUP. A little bit later because it's going to be quite dark fairly soon. Everyone's going to be on the old um, infrareds because you set out at eight o'clock at night, if you remember. Okay. What's so, an LUP? Uh, LUP is a layup point. Right. So there's going to be an LUP later. A layup later. Every time anybody actually uses one of these uh, acronyms and happens to explain it, I will be jotting it down in yeah. my notebook. Um, well, Oscar Mike, the one they used earlier, is basically ready to go. Oscar Mike, if you're Oscar Mike in 15, then. Because mm-hmm. that makes so much minutes. sense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Figure. Um, right. Yes, back at the village. Um, yeah, it's quite late now. It's probably getting on for. It's gone ten o'clock. It's starting to quieten down a bit. The kids have all gone to bed. That kind of thing. You can hear a few dogs barking in there, out in the streets and stuff. <clears throat> and oh, well, I don't know. You, you know, you've had the family meal. Everyone sat around and chatted about mm. the day and what mm. news has been and all the rest of it. Um, your uncle's gone out. Um, he's gone out to see some of his friends um, to have a bit of a chat about you know, what's going on, speak to the town elders, that kind of stuff. And Jamal has gone home to his parents' house. So mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of settling in. You know. Auntie's doing a bit of embroidery in front of the telly, that kind of thing. Um, it's um, Shafter sort of, you know, eventually, well, <sighs> Yes, I'm quite tired then. I think I'll uh, I'll head up to bed. So good night, everybody. God bless and all the rest of it. <coughs> Off she goes. And you're kind of left with Auntie in the living room. Well, it's always nice to watch the BBC, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Well, well I need to get out. Well, like out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you said the CBD was going to be along later. Yeah, mm, that's right. I will... Mm. Tell you Tubby's coming to clear the room. I thought so. I will have instructed my niece. Oh, we don't have mobile phones so much there, do we? We wouldn't have. Uh, it's not totally beyond the bounds of possibility, but it would be a really luxury mm. item. In that case... There might be one for the family, mm. rather than one you've got yourself, and the chances are your uncle's got it. Because I need to get a phone call staged by my niece to our house, so that I can go, mm-hmm, yeah. Don't worry, I'll come over. I'll, it's okay, I'll come. And I'll just say that I've got a friend who's upset um, and she just needs a little bit of company for an hour or two. I'll pop back when I'm done. Okay, and how are you going to do that then if you haven't got a mobile phone? <laughs> that's a By getting idea. the niece to sneak out to the neighbour to phone the house the to then sneak, sneak back in. And send a little kid back. 
to say you want to. Yeah, I yeah. think I would Low forget tech. telephone <laughs> communications okay. as a source of. In that case, I'll get the. When news. I say the telly's on, I'm talking about an old, you know, black mm. and white set on little spindly legs, and the wire kind of runs from somewhere, and it's coming through the window, and you kind of into the back of the telly. Okay. And this is, you know, you are quite a wealthy family in this little. In that case, a little boy, little boy will come to me and say, uh, "Sophia needs you. Please come. Please come. Sophia needs you." And I'll. Uh, this was all prearranged, obviously. Yes, it was. Yeah. We were just waiting for a time when yep. people no, had left. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. He's got away with murder with his CIA stuff. I don't see why you can't. Um, <laughs> that's what they although, do. Although yeah. literally <coughs> true. <laughs> There's no need to rub his nose. Um, yeah, you can, you know, she says, well, don't be too late. I won't, um, I won't. There's trouble out there. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. yeah. And you can get out. I'll take you with your car keys and things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, the bag will have been left stuffed under the driver's seat. Okay. Because um, I didn't want to take it into the house. Um, so I will go to the neighbour's house briefly in case the aunt's watching. Mm-hmm. And then I'll leave and go to the car. And if the aunt asks afterwards at all, I'll simply explain it away as she needed me to go and pick something up from a relative urgently, um, and I went and did that. Okay. So fine. I'll then go out and I'll follow the lad, okay. and I'll see if I can see where Uncle has gone to as well, okay. and see whether it's the same place. Well, which one are you doing? Are you following the lad, or are you going to see where Uncle's gone? The lad, because my niece has okay. asked me and to. how are you going to follow him? I am going to drive. I'm going to drive until I get to the place where he is, and I'm going to carry on past. Okay. So lights on, driving along. Yep. Okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Clock where he is. Carry on. Lights off. Engine off. Okay. Coast for halt. Double back. Right. Um, he comes out of his house. Mm-hmm. Your engine running, lights on. He sort of comes out, has a bit of a look around, uh, goes to his car, opens the door, gets something out, has another bit of a look around, goes back in. Okay, that's fine. Um, where's Uncle? Uh, Uncle is round at the elder's house, which is down the road. In that case, I will get out, um, put on my dark clothing... And do a bit of stealthing to go and eavesdrop. Okay. Do me a stealth roll. And tell me the number. A re-roll. Oh dear. Fine. Okay, fine. Yep. You can stealth up. And you can see the house is still well lit. It's a single story structure but it is quite big and it's typical kind of construction for the area you know, mm. kind of that sandstone look to it and it's made of the old the mud bricks and yeah um, lights are on pretty much all around the house and you know you get close enough and you can on a roll like that mm-hmm. there's lots of chatter from inside um, quite a few voices a mm. little bit difficult to make out any particular conversation it's that kind of low hum of 
people talking, you can smell smoke, obviously people are smoking and what Can I do a notice roll to see if there's anything untoward or unusual, anything that I would consider out of place and therefore noteworthy? Okay. Yes, you can. And Five. Um, two of the younger lads, people that you know work for your mm. uncle, well, you don't particularly know them, but you know work for your uncle, are standing outside, both smoking cigarettes, and sort of leaning, one of them sat on a wall. Guarding. And, yeah, and the other one stood by the door, and they seem to be having a cigarette, but they do seem to be sort of looking around and, and stuff. They're not very good at it, to be honest, because they're standing in a pool of light right mm. by the front door, because there's a light on one of the telegraph poles that's nearby. You know, so they're kind of on guard, but yeah, not terribly good. So he's definitely doing something he shouldn't be doing together with a group of people. All right. Well, I'll he double back. He might even be said to be conspiring. Mm. I will for now <laughs> double back to the kid. Um, I'll double back to the kid and just okay. see what he's doing. Um, he's probably on the internet fapping to porn or something. I don't think you get Is that some form of masturbation I'm unaware of? It's, it's, like, yeah. listening. it's, it's like listening yeah. to children yeah. talk about yeah. American fat. football. Yeah. Fat, 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 fat. I don't think I've ever fapped <laughs> before. <honestly. laughs> you don't know that, honestly. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a Reddit if term. If I just put this, this I may be acquainted with Madame Palm and her father <laughs> the daughters, but that would be, you know. Um, get with it, oldie. Yes. I do, several times a night. Yeah. You go back and his car's gone. Mm. Is it within sight? Uh, do you have tracking? I have streetwise. And why would that help? You're going to ask his car? Because I would have a knowledge yes. of what he does. <laughs> wherever she is when she asks it is where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Logical admitted, however. <laughs> Just okay, I'm going to get the car and I'm going to go to the village that he said to you go to. Notice. I'll let you have a notice. Right? Five, yes. Okay. Not a brilliant um, one, but it's You still do just see the wink. You, um, yes, you've got a plus two, don't forget what you're aware of. Oh, yes. Um, Thank you. You don't see me. anything, but there is the brief brush of brake lights heading out, funny enough, heading out east. Towards that village. Uh, okay. said, heading out. I'll... Uh, rush to my car and get in. Okay. And I'll drive without the headlights on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I need a notice roll of minus four. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit straight into a telegraph pole. Yeah. I'll walk home then. <laughs> um, but I get plus two. two. So, so it's only minus one. two, so it's a re-roll. Shame you used all your bandages. Oh, oh, bastard. Oh, thank bad. you. Uh, how are you helping? He's Common the, bond. Um, no, no, you have to explain how you're helping. What ah. it is you're doing. What are you doing? That, as, um, as a member of the CIA, you remember a briefing you had of me uh, right back at Langley ages ago, where you said, you know, when you get in these sort of situations, you've got to dig deep, and in fact, it's really important that you never give She's up. She's trying to at the front of a vehicle. Uh, and in fact, the most important thing... Opinion. The most important thing about night driving, which I educated you on, yeah. is uh, that you actually get the glimmers off the moon on the side of the road and you use those to navigate. Ah. Yeah, it still didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're off gazing into the sky, remembering... <coughs> it's very, you don't, you, you, it's not kind of a crappy, comedic kind of 
ploughing into the side of something. Actually, you're following. Mm. You do follow. It's very bumpy. Mm. It's a hell of a lot noisier than you'd like it to be. You can, you can hear the car mm. as you go over a dune that you haven't noticed. You can kind of hear the engine, you know, because you, you, the wheels come off and the revs go up, so you can mm-hmm. hear the car. <laughs> and then you go He's going... The role may have been to not be seen. Yes, I think so. It's a bit more Dukes of Hazard than you might. (laughs) Um, You uh, follow him out, and he stops heading east. He turns off the main road, and he's picked up some kind of track a little bit further along the road. I mean, you can have another go at a notice roll, see if you can read a bit more clearly from here on in. Mm, um, that's six, unless you're making. I'm going to let you have that because um, you're a fair distance behind him, and there are occasionally, very occasionally, there will be uh, what's traffic, the, what's uh, traffic more, lamps. Mm. What's more, we'll if she remembers the route he takes, she can now follow. So if he ends up going like that, she knows the. She knows to look for it yeah. exactly. So we'll let you have that. You do find the turn off. Mm. And you end up going down a sort of. Slightly more than a dirt track, but mm. certainly a lot less than the lovely big dual carriageway you've been wearing. I'll slow down, keep him in sight, but I'll slow down so that I feel safer with what I'm doing. Because okay. I don't want to be caught down a dead end with no way to turn around and him kind of pointing the gun at me. Okay. Do you want to make uh, another driving roll? Pretty dark down here. There's no light at all apart from the moon. I so, can't um, seem to get better. Minus, than... I'll give you minus two, but still not good enough. It's a success no, at that point. Oh, you got... Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, that's fine, then. I'm, I've got my two. Thank you, you for alertness. See, we're only really off novices. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep, you uh, follow him out. He pulls up, and you can see that somebody's got a working... Um, you can hear the... No, you turn your engines off. Mm. You can kind of hear the whir of the generator. And there are some of those work lamps. You know, like the halogen work lamps? Mm. And they've got a couple of those put it down to an area and there are four or five men there who are all digging away mm. and you're um, the lad that you've been following pulls down the tailgate on his van and he sort of signals to other people and they start hauling something quite heavy by the looks of it out of the back of it body sized um, indeed it could be a body mm. it's kind of all wrapped up um, but they seem to be dragging the bodies out and burying them from what you can tell Right, I will mark that on whatever thing I use as a map, whether it's my mental map or a physical map. Okay. Uh, obviously not X marks where bodies may be buried, but just kind of a little smudge of dirt. Okay, can you make me another notice roll, please? Minus two. Yes. Okay. Um, That's a, a straight seven. You seem to be near, you notice on the horizon, because there's not a lot around out here, you are quite deep in the, in the mm. desert. Um, but there are some buildings just on the horizon. You can make out a very, some very worn structures, quite irregular looking, very worn buildings. Ancient just, or? Well, yeah, decrepit, certainly. Mm. Whether sort of ancient is another matter. It's very difficult, almost impossible to tell that in the dark. But they, they're obviously damaged in some way. Might have been through bombing or something. I mean, mm-hmm. you've heard bombs going off and stuff. There's definitely been airstrikes around the area. Um Nothing's hit the town. So there's no structure where these lights are, it's just a hole in the ground. Yeah, it looks like they're powering it off a generator in the back of a truck. And so it's a mass grave, potentially. Potentially. It looks like war crimes at the very least. Mm. Um, and Jamal seems to be up to his little neck in it. Yes, my poor niece. He's, he's seeing another girl. You're going to have to break off all relations with him. Yep. I'm sorry. 
He's no good. Oh, bless her. You have to break her poor little heart. And, and then I, I break his. No, I can't break his little neck because I won't. No, it's it's I won't. No, it's not killing innocence. It's killing in self-defense only, isn't it? Damn! Can I change that to will only Provoking. kill non-innocence? <laughs> no. Because oh, that makes you judge Judy executioner, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we'll call it a night there. Mm. Good, because I have to go. I'm good, what? I have to go. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Night, night. Night, night.